2-1. What is good, Bachelor Bros Nation? Uh, we're back on the podcast for episode two. Once again with my good friend, Chris. How's it going? It's going to be customary. Um, so we're here a couple days, you know, after the last one to kind of give you guys a debrief of, you know, our Champions League predictions, how the games went, where we went right, where we went wrong, and, um, you know, some other news and, and how we're feeling for some of the um, the league matches on the weekend here. So um, let's just start with the um, the big the big uh, headline, heavy hitter headline. PSG four to one Barca. What are, what are your thoughts, Chris? Um, I surprised a little bit that it was a four to one game at Camp Nou. I thought it would have been a lot closer. I I mean, obviously on predictions, I, I I suggested a draw. That's what I thought would happen. But um, you know, Mbappe just was Mbappe and turned it up. You know, that is very true. Um, I actually had the pleasure of being able to watch that game. Um, on split screen, side by side, on the same TV with the Liverpool Salzburg game, so I saw the Mbappe hat trick and he was going off, um, just doing. I guess you could say he's doing what Mbappe does, but it was really seriously impressive, especially the third goal that he scored, where you know he gets the ball on the edge of the box and just you know first touch finesses into the top corner. Um, that was really impressive. My friend was like, "Dude, did he take a touch? Did he take a touch?" And they showed the replay. He didn't take a touch. It was literally just the first time, you know, and then just bended it in. So that was um, that was pretty crazy from Mbappe. I guess you could kind of say it was a um, coming of age moment for Mbappe for sure. Um, I'm not sure if it's first, if it's his first Champions League hat trick. It might be, um, but either way, you know, it was a big moment. And, and you know, the Moise Keen goal too wasn't that bad either. It was a good cross and a, and a good header, but um, you know. Also, I remember watching the penalty that Barcelona got and thinking it was some of the most, the, like one of the most uh, ridiculous penalties that I've ever seen. Um, you know, the De Jong just barely gets his ankle clipped, barely gets his ankle clipped, and it's because it's in the air. He's running and he brings his back leg up and then it gets clipped and he goes down in the box and gets a PK for it. Um, you know, if I were the ref, I wouldn't have called that. I don't think that was um, a good penalty. I don't have a dog in this fight. You know, like. I'm not a PSG fan. I'm not a Barcelona fan. But I just don't think that should have been a penalty. Regardless, it doesn't really matter except for aggregate score. Um, you know, and I love to say that Barca's in the mud. Barca's done. But last time PSG had a big lead on Barcelona. We all know what happened. So um, we'll see. I feel like this time will be different, though. I don't think Barca will have it in them to come back again. Yeah. I, I do want to mention, though. If you're, Sorry, ahead, if, if you're Barcelona, like, what are you thinking right now? I mean, you're down basically, I mean, what, 8-1 right now, right? I mean, yeah, it's it's not that bad because if they go back to PSG and they score, then they'll be even out on the way goals, you know? Yeah, you feel, yeah, um, yeah, I know. But, you, you're, but thinking, yeah. you're thinking, like, I – you're thinking how how are they going to come back? Do you think they have it in them to to come back four one? They have to win four zero. Yeah, four zero. Yeah, they have to win four zero. They can't even. I mean, they've done it before. Do I think they have it this time to do the game? You know, this time they don't have Neymar, they don't have Sergio Roberto, and they're on the road. Stuff like that, and they're on the road. Um, you know, they were. I think they were on the road last time too. Yeah. Could be wrong. 
Um, maybe they were Camp New. I can't remember. It was a few years back now, but but yeah, you know, so they've they've come back against PSG before. Um, PSG have been reputations of you know chokers. So um, we'll see what happens. I do want to say I saw a really funny video clip of uh, Gerard Piquet just yelling at his teammates. Um, basically, a lot of expletives in Spanish. Basically, like you know what you know. F this, F that. We haven't had any long, you know, moments of possession. We're running around like crazy. I'm, get, I'm getting killed out here. Like, you know, and then Griezmann was telling him to calm down. And then mm-hmm. it was like, no, Griezmann, you know, sc- you know, screw off. Like, you calm down. We're, we need something to happen. So I thought that was interesting because I wasn't quite sure if it was a leadership moment or if it was a, you know, decapitation moment. If that was the moment Barca gave up or if that was the moment they tried to come back. You know what I'm saying? Um no, I guess PK was trying to be a leader there, but but it, I, I don't know. We'll see. You know, it's all about how the team responds, I guess, right? Yeah, literally. Um, that time know, how much? How much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hips. Maybe they do lie. Maybe the hips lie. Who maybe knows? those hips do lie. Um, but you know, I I just wonder if Messi is gonna have it in him to come back, you know, and have that kind of the drive. Um, you know, because I don't know, I just feel like he's just kind of not like he's completely out of it, but just like he's not 100% in it anymore. Um, yeah. I don't you, know. You got to we'll, think we'll at the end I'm of the season, this. if you have if you have this going on, and that say they say they go back to PSG and they get demolished, sit. I mean, it's yeah. looking pretty good. I mean, PSG is one of those teams that's in the bidding for Messi. True. No, there's not many. So, There's not many. I mean, City with reunion with Pep, but I'd rather he go to PSG. <laughs> I do not want him to go to Man City. Yeah. As, as a Liverpool I'd like fan. to see him in the Premier League, but I don't want to see him go to City. Yeah, and it would be kind of cool because you know maybe Stoke City will get promoted, and then they can finally answer the question of whether Messi can do it on a rainy night and stuff. <laughs> um, that would be kind of funny. But uh, speaking of the Premier League, let's talk about. The next game that we predicted, Liverpool 2-0 Salzburg. I can't remember my prediction exactly. I want to say I said it was going to be... I believe you said 3-1, maybe 2-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, that, I mean, obviously as a Liverpool fan myself, I'm really happy about that result. Um, you know, I think it was pretty much deserved. I watched the game as well live, and and for most of the game, Liverpool were just, um, you know, slicing them open with... with, with um, you know, some passes and some through balls. And and uh, because, you know, uh, Leipzig played, you know, a good – or no, sorry, Salzburg. Um, they played not like a high, high line, but they um, – yeah, they definitely played a bit of a high line and had some trouble guarding Mane and Salah. So, um, you know, we'll see. But wait, wait, wait. I swear, dude, I swear they played Leipzig, not Salzburg. I typed it wrong. Yeah, okay, that yes. makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I, um, I never went back and edited it. I realized when I typed it in. I was thinking, red, like, the Red Bull, yeah. and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, so they play Leipzig, and I was, I was confused. I remember Uwe Makano was playing. I was like, he doesn't play for Salzburg. He plays for Leipzig. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, so, you know, Uwe Makano, it's funny, because they announced, Bayern announced that they signed him, like, a day or two before this game. And then in this game, he gave away the ball to Liverpool about, you know, six, seven times. I'm not joking. So it was just, everyone was like, yo, if I were buying, I'd be kind of worried. 
because um, you just sign that center back for 53 million euros and then it ha- that happens. Yeah. Um, not a but good look, the, you know, but, you know, it might just be a case of, I don't know if, you know, I'm not saying he's that guy, but it might just be a case of just doesn't care as much now. He knows he's going to go to Bayern. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, it is Liverpool too. You know, last time Liverpool played, Liverpool played Bayern, we, we won 2-0. So, you know, um, it could just be like the result of, of the game pressing system. Yeah, he was under pressure a lot and just was not comfortable. Um, but, you know, like Galaxy gave the ball away. Basically, because they played the five at the back, kind of three at the back kind of formation, um, there's lots of space for Liverpool just to ping a long ball and have Mane and Salah try and run onto it. Mm-hmm. Happened so many times. Um, so, it's and good. I'm really glad we won 2-0. It's, it's like cool what, it's like what I, I was saying uh, in the last episode. It's it's that front three for Liverpool. It's going to take them. If they go, the, the team goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty much. And we had a good performance from the centre-back, um, the new one, new guy, Ozan Kabak. Um, he played pretty well, and he got man of the match, I do believe. So, um, that's cool. It's good to see him actually doing well because, you know, Injuries and all that. Um, and I, I, heard, I saw he was like only 20 years old or something like that. I don't know. Let me fact check that real quick. But um, I, yeah, I want to say he's only 20 years old from what I saw on social media. So um, yeah, it was like Kabak is 20 years old. He's born on March 25th, 2000. So, you know, the 20 year old center back is putting in some good work there. And um, he's still young. So I think if he puts in some more good work, we should look into signing him permanently and not just on a loan. I do know there's a, a option to buy a clause, I think, for $20 million in, in his contract right now. Um, and, you know, if he keeps playing well, Liverpool should think about that, I think, definitely. But, um, but yeah, did you want to talk about the next game, Dortmund-Sevilla? Yeah, Dortmund-Sevilla. I mean, Dahoud. That This Dahoud. is the guy, Dahoud. the guy that, when he came to Dortmund, I was really, really hoping, yeah. like, that he, he would be – like a guy a big guy for us you know kind of filling um filling a role that we needed um you know obviously it it hasn't been you know what every what i envisioned you know the stardom that i was really hoping for him but um showed up big today i'm or yesterday i guess but showed up big got the big goal nice goal yeah yeah he uh, he showed that the hood is the dude yeah, Um, yeah 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 And then, and then obviously you just have, you have Holland go in, does, you know, Holland just does Holland, you know, doing Holland things. I doing saw Holland a funny things. clip, a meme. It was like um, on social media. It was like, um, you know, it was from Rocky, and it's um, the villain from Rocky, like the blonde guy, and he goes, um, he's like Holland. Every time he has to play in the Champions League, I must break you. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I feel like it's Holland every single game. <laughs> Yeah, like I must break you. Like, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's funny to think that he's one. He's one. I mean, if you if you follow any of the Dortmund social media, you see that he's like one of like the most lighthearted guys out there. He's just a kid having. Yeah, fun. I know. He's super funny. Yeah, uh, it's hilarious. Like, but, uh, his name, his nicknames are like the Terminator, bro. The Machine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say uh, after. I mean, I saw that Suso scored first, and I was just. You know, Sophia got Sophia got out. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Dortmund's gonna carry on the the poor form they had. What I'm hoping yeah. for for this game, for after this game, is that hopefully this helps turn things around for them in the Bundesliga as well. Yeah, because they're um, 
they need to really get Champions League squads. They, they, they need awesome. to figure it out. It's bad. What I, what I want to know is, and I'm not exactly sure about this, if Dortmund, let's say, wins the DFB Pokal, because I think they're still in that tournament, um, you know, like the German the German uh, League Cup, you know? Uh-huh. If they if they win that, do they get a spot in the Champions League? Is that how that works, or is it Europa League? I'm not sure. I'm not 100% um, sure. Um I don't know. I, I would imagine that it'd be similar to the FA Cup. Yeah, because doesn't the winner of the FA Cup get a Champions League spot? Or am I, I just way off base here? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. Um, the FA Pokal winner. Spot in Champions League. Top four sides. Um, top four sides. Champions League, the FA Cup winners, and the league's fifth place go to the Europa League. So that's how it works in England. Okay. Um, so I believe if you win the DFB Pokal, which is the German Cup, that you get a spot in the Champions League. Champions League, not that, not the Europa League. Um, I do believe so because it says here in the um, oh, excuse me, no, 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 I think it's the uh, Europa League, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you win that, you get qualified into the Europa League. So, never mind, I was just thinking that maybe Dortmund could focus on winning the Pokal and then get into the Champions League. That yeah, way. no, I mean, you know, I, I think you know, is they have to at very least make the Europa League. If they don't make that, then they're really, really screwed. If they make Champions League, yeah, they're going to be all yeah. set. It's whatever. How about, I think how, they about really how about they just win the Champions League, you know, right out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> win, win the Champions League. Take down everyone. You know, it, 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 could be, it could be made easier for them if, you know, um, certain things go their way. And, you, you know, know, if they play how they can play, then, like, you know, to their best potential. Yeah. There's a there's a good chance yeah. for them. If they don't play to their potential, then it's absolutely, you know, you, you see the two sides of Dortmund. Dortmund need to play very, very, very well, and then you. But there's the other the other side of Dortmund where they just are have those games where they just come out and lay an egg, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they look lethargic a lot of times. It's funny because I feel like the Dortmund attack is is um is I would say good enough to win the Champions League. Um, when oh, the attack! I, I, I mean, Holland, Holland by himself is just amazing. He's a monster. There's a yeah, reason he's getting. There's a reason he's getting the looks at from all these big other big clubs like Madrid and Barcelona and United. Yeah. <laughs> big clubs. Big cl- yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, um, you know, I think that the attack is good enough. You know, I, I saw a stat where Royce is playing. He's really he's um doing a lot of pressures on the other team and winning the ball at a higher success rate right now. So that's good. Um, I'm actually wearing his jersey right now, my favorite <laughs> player. So, um, but yeah, that's another attack is good enough to win the Champions League. And the midfield is, you know, decent enough. But it's the question for me of the defense and the keeper. Yeah. You know, I don't think Marvin hits unless he pulls out like a, like a, a, a Roman Weidenfeller, you know, performance for the rest of the Champions League, that he's good enough to win the Champions League. I don't think, you know... I would agree. I don't think he's the guy. Guerrero, and they were playing some 
some guy I never heard of at right back the other day uh, against Sevilla. Um, I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, they they played the guy named Mori. I don't know Mori Moray, um, Matteo Moray. Yeah. Um, and, I think it's just know, they're trying to find a replacement for Mooney, to be honest with you. I guess, yeah. Statistically, he lost the most duels in the match with eight. So, yeah, you know, I didn't, you know, I was a little, I, I was questioning it when they were playing him. But, you know, I figure at this point how bad they've been playing, you just, you got to figure something out, you know? Yeah, I would. want to try to make a change, throw somebody else out there, you know, go ahead. The thing is, is Mounier is on the bench. So he's not, uh, he wasn't out injured. No. So, um, you know, no, we I thought just, he was injured, because our socials told us he was out injured. Um, but apparently, no, he was actually on. I saw the starting lineup from Dortmund, and they tweeted it out, and he was on it. Um, so, you know, interesting. If, I think that honestly, if you could find a way to get Nico Scholes and Guerrero in the game at the same time, that would yeah. be your best chance. You would think, you would think, but uh, this manager doesn't apparently think so. But, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, I think. Dortmund need to get some players back before they can really challenge for the Champions League. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I I said we were – what was our predictions for this game? I said Dortmund was going to win. I think I said a 1-1 draw. And I, I'm, pretty sure I, I, I'm pretty sure I said 2-1 because I wanted back the boys. You did. You did. I said a 1-1 yeah. draw. Um, and, you know, it was 3-2, which is, you know, not exactly what I wanted. I was hoping for a 3-1, you know, especially after I saw it was 3-1. Obviously, because A, I would have been right my predictions and I could have bragged about that. But also, um, you know, the I could score. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got a league goal. But it's fine because they, they, they were in state, in Spain. So, yeah, um, you know, Sevilla was still in Spain just without the S after the game. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, three away goals is really good because, yeah. you know, you go, back, you go back to Germany or wherever they're going to play the game because it's probably Germany, not going to be Hungary, in Germany. Know. Hungary, probably. Um yeah. And uh, you're gonna go back there with a, with three away goals and and the aggregate lead. So, you know, um, I don't think so. Um, I don't think it's gonna be that bad. I think you're basically going into the game starting up one goal. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and even if they score one, you're kind of up two in a way. Yeah. Because even if they score, even if yeah, they you're score still tied. One, it's just an even game again. No, no, but they went on away goals, you see? Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dortmund have three away goals, and at that point, Sevilla will only have one. Mm-hmm. So, Sevilla need to win by two goals to in order to win this game. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, that's my bad. Yeah, so it's not exactly insurmountable for Sevilla. They can definitely do it if Dortmund lays an egg, as they've been known to do. But I, I somehow I do not think that will happen. Um, no, I hope I hope we'll see yeah no. yeah, no. I'm hoping. I'm Already, hoping they're, um, they're going to get turned around in Bundesliga too. So, yeah, yeah. Hope they'll um, figure it out. Yeah, like same with Liverpool for the Premier League. Just get some confidence going and and um, stop on the, stop sliding down the table. Um, so moving on to the last match, the Champions League this week, we had you know, Porto Juventus, and in my prediction, I said three zero Juventus. I didn't. Get I, yeah, I, I, I think I said. I think I said three one. Yeah, I didn't give Porto a single chance in hell that they were winning this game. Nope, I didn't. I didn't think it would happen. Um, they proved me wrong, and and um, you know the questions marks are going to be, you know, what happened to Juve? You know what I'm saying? 
And a lot of people will be like, well, you should talk about how good Porto was, the fact that they were able to win. And yeah, that's true. Um, Pepe had a good game at center back, the former Real Madrid man, former Ronaldo teammate, uh, both for both Portugal and Real Madrid. Um, so they defended well, obviously, because and they kept their lead. But I, I think it's more of a what went wrong at Juve in this specific game because of the fact that they conceded both goals, you know, within a minute or two after kickoff in each half. Yeah, you know I know. I'm saying. I don't know if you saw that first goal. That was just it was it was that was awful. How they gave it away. Yeah. It, it was it was a pass from you know ball to Chesney. Yeah, plays it slow. Yeah, and then Rajeshi just didn't know you know what to do with it and absolutely back. awful pass back to Chesney, and just yep. lays it in there. Basically, just get, got the assist for the goal. So yeah, um, yeah, Bentaker is definitely getting some abuse for that one, um, and uh, he kind of he, he kind of deserved it a little bit. Um, but you know, I don't, the second goal was just kind of like you know Juve hadn't really clocked in for the second half yet. You know, um, it was just a couple, you know, passing moves. You know, the guy got out wide and cuts it back across goal and it gets tapped in by Morega. I mean, it's just – it was one of those things where it's like, are you I'm guys not paying too. attention? Yeah, it's like, you, you know, are you guys still asleep? Did you not get a second half, you know, or a halftime pep talk from Pirlo? Like, you know, what's going on here? Um, that's, that's sometimes when I would look to the manager, you know, to see if he could have done better to get his team engaged in the game because when you do that, you know, when you concede goals right off a kickoff in, in both halves, you know, that's really bad because especially in one of the halves, you're going to have the kickoff. So if you concede a goal really quickly after kickoff in both halves, that means you lost the ball and then proceed to get scored on after having your own kickoff. Mm-hmm. You know, that shouldn't happen at the professional level, especially in the Champions League, especially for Juventus who want to win the Champions League. Yeah. Um, you know, and I saw some people. I saw a couple of UA fans talking about bad businesses by the. Um, I don't know if it's a director. I think it's one guy, the general manager, whatever. No, I'm not sure the exact technical role, but um, you know, just talking about how he, you know, that guy signed a bunch of players for different managers and then sacked those managers later on, wow. like you know, signing, um, you know, what's the Artur, you know, for a certain manager, signing Kulusevski for um, sorry and then sacking sorry after that so now you're stuck with like players that the manager doesn't really want mm-hmm. um, you know so there's some criticisms of that and you know also like not you know getting rid of Cancelo um, they said it was a mistake um, and yeah I just I don't know some bad business by Juve there I think is cost yeah, I mean, a little bit if, but if you look at the stats for the game though I mean Juve still had 66% possession uh, their pass accuracy was 86% still compared to to Porto's 69%. Okay. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. if you look at if you look at the stats that way, I mean, it looks like Juve played better and they should have won the game based off how they played. Or yeah, you know, for the statistics wise, I mean, they both had similar. I mean, Porto had eight shots, uh, Juve had 12, but they both had five shots on target. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, it, it's worth noting that they got the away goal in the 83rd minute. Um, so technically they lost two to one, but that away goal from Chiesa, I didn't see the goal. Um, I had an exam, but the um, fact that they do have an away goal is, is good for them. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, cause now they only need to go back to Italy and win one zero mm-hmm. and then they're through. Yeah. Um, so, which I mean, they very well could do. They, they easily could do that. 
if they just, all they have yeah, to do is show it, up and actually play. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's Ronaldo. Is you really think he's not going to like let it, his team's not going to score? Ronaldo once score at for a hat trick, you know, and yeah, make it like, no sweat. The la- yeah, the last time this happened, you know, they they were down two zero to Atletico Madrid, and you know Diego Simeone did his you know hands in the hands in the crotch, you know, hip thrust, yeah. and then um, you know Ronaldo scores a hat trick, albeit with the penalty kick mm-hmm. in the second leg, and they win three to two, and then he does the Simeone, um, you know, hands on the cojones, manos y cojones. Um, you know, celebration and you just throw it in their face and and so you know you, you never really want to count Cristiano in the Champions League um, especially yeah. especially down two to one with an away goal like you know Barca you know with Messi four to one is a bit is a lot bigger of a lead you do still have the away goal but then you've got to win you know you got it's like you got to win it at home no 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 they don't have the away goal because PSG it was, it was they were they were in the Camp Nou so Barca yeah. doesn't have an away goal PSG has four away goals. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, what I, that's, that's what I was saying. It was like the eight to one, but then you got to go yeah. back. And then if they score, they win four zero. Then they they win. But yeah. they even have the same exact same result, just reversed. I mean, it's it's still a draw at that point, and then they're going to go to extra time penalties. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it, it's it, it's obviously it's happened before. Like Liverpool four zero Barcelona, that happened. You know, but that's not easy. You know, not every team can do just come in and go. Yes, we're going to score four oh, goals. You're not yeah, going to no. score any. No. So I think it's two completely different situations between Juventus's fortunes and Barcelona's fortunes mm-hmm. right now. I mean, you're basically uh, starting an even game if if you're Juve versus Porto. It, it's yeah, basically yeah, winner I mean, takes all. Yeah, exactly. You just got to win the game. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, unless unless Porto gets some away goals, and then and then you gotta factor in those. Um, yeah, that's true. But it's you know, Juventus should win this, is what I'm saying. And if they don't win this, it will probably be you know a failure for them as opposed to a really good performance from Porto. You know, what I'm yeah. Saying? It'll it'll you know merits will still be given to Porto for actually winning. You know, pulling off the upset. And they definitely should give them credit. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Juve is a good side. I mean, you can't. Just say, hey, you know, Porto, uh, Porto didn't just, you know, they just lucked into it. You know what? Weston McKay is going to score the goal that takes you to the next round. Bro. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the American score. Bro, he, he shows up in the big time games when he needs, you know, so um, <laughs> he's learning the clutch gene from Ronaldo. Take it. Um, <laughs> Taking the World Cup, too. So, yeah. Um, that's pretty much the end of the Champions League recap for us. Um, you know, that's how the games went, everything like that. Um, so now, you know, we're just going to move on to some, some headlines we've seen around, around, around the internet and, uh, what our thoughts are on those. So, um, Chris, do you want to go first and, and talk about the first topic that we've got? Written yeah, down let me here? go ahead and pull it up again real quick. Sorry. Uh, are we talking about the Mbappe? Yeah. 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 So, um, there's an article that came out. Uh, Mbappe wants to get the same salary as Neymar, which, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, I think it might be warranted. Uh, you know, you don't know necessarily, but, you know, you don't know how he's going to do in the future, obviously. He's it depends still what Neymar's salary is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if Neymar's salary is affordable to have for another player, the only issue I would say is that, um, you know, it's like a genie in the bottle. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Mbappe is a superstar or a superstar uh-huh. in the making at the very least. That you need to pay him like a superstar or a superstar in the making, but also, you know, say you've got someone else in that PSG squad who's 
you know, up for a new contract uh-huh. and you've just signed Mbappe to a new contract, which makes him, let's say 300,000 euros a week, right? Whatever it is, ridiculous amount. Yeah. Um, Cause that's why I'm pretty sure the Neymar gets a lot of money, you know, probably in that range too. Yeah. So then you're going to want every PSG player with a higher salary. So it inflates the wage bill and, and we'll see what happens. But on the flip side, they can't just stiff him and, and give him a bad offer. Yeah. And then have I mean, him go to, there's you know also like, it's, go ahead. I was like to say it's it's a, it's a balance like a kind of a, a precipice for the PSG you know business people to, to kind of navigate and say like mm-hmm. you know what's the worth you know how much can we afford to overpay with that you know otherwise you risk losing him and uh-huh. you don't want to lose him to PSG if you're PSG the last thing you want is Mbappe to walk out the door and go to Real Madrid even yeah, if they pay two even yeah, if Real Madrid pays two million euros for him because I heard that was the price I heard they the PSG wants two hundred million for Mbappe. Um, but even if they pay that ridiculous price, you still want to keep Mbappe because he's going to be, you know, probably the next superstar. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, moving on to a little bit of a side note, everyone's saying that the next Messi versus Ronaldo is going to be Mbappe versus Holland. Yeah, that's what I've been seeing too. Yeah. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of media like recently hype, like, like, you know, get on the hype bandwagon for this. Like, you know, Holland's going to be the next Ronaldo. Mbappe is the next Messi, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But the only issue is they don't play the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like Holland plays a bit like Ronaldo, but not, he doesn't have the step overs, the dribbling, all that stuff. You know, he does a couple step overs. He can dribble pretty well. Um, and he's, he's a just power, strong, man. but he's not, he's just strong. He's strong. Um, so he's more athletically inclined in the way that Ronaldo is. But you know, Mbappe is Mbappe is also a bit like Ronaldo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's nobody like Messi that's that's going to come up. And you know, unless you want to talk about maybe Phil Foden, um, but I don't think he's going to ever reach that elite I, level status of Messi. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, there's there's nobody that's really that Messi type of player. You know, the short kind of you know really tricky winger you can never get the ball off. Of. Um, yeah. You know, like there's nobody that's going to be that level at least that I can see for now. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting, but yeah, about like the next generation of Mbappe and Holland. You know, I was like, okay, you know, I can I mean, see it'll it. be fun, but it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be sad though. I, you know, if Ronaldo and Messi both don't make it out of this round of the Champions League, and and you know, it's like you know, you can kind of see the decline, you know, year by year, of these two great players. So mm-hmm. it's kind of sad, actually. Um, uh, would you say that? I don't know. I think it's probably more more prevalent in Messi's case than it is in Ronaldo's case. But would you say the decline's kind of based about around maybe how the teams are being run? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't think it helps. You know? Yeah, no. Um, Barca's situation has been, you know, financially. Barca's yeah, well documented. But you know, they've they've been struggling for a time now. It's not just this past year or whatever. Mm-hmm. They've been struggling for a few few years now with their financial situation. So, um, you know, struggling before Neymar left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 then the new like guy, you know, Jean Laporta. You know, he says he's gonna get Holland. He's gonna go all out for Holland if he gets reelected at Barcelona. And I ask you, with what money? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm they're I already mean, having to sell players to pay off debt. They're already having to do all this. You're telling me you're going to be able to afford Erling Holland? Yeah. Hey, man, if you're going to do it, do it now, though. Don't don't wait because that price tag is just going to keep going up. I mean, we already see the Mbappe price tag. 
Holland's been on the scene for less time, you know, give him a little bit more time. He's going to be at the two, that 200 million price tag pretty soon. I suppose if he's not there already. I mean, even if he's not at 200, he's probably already at 100. I, I think a lot of people are valuing him at 90. But 90 million. Yeah. You know, but if you're Barcelona, you can't afford that shit. I'm sorry, you can't afford to buy a 90 million player. I mean, unless you're, you're unless you're taking Messi off, I guess, right? But well, it, it depends if Messi goes on a free or if he yeah, that's true too. Money. You know, if Messi goes on a free, then you really can't afford jack shit. You no. know, because Messi is the most valuable asset they've got right now. If uh, if you're you're Barcelona and you're actually realizing that you're going to lose out on Messi, you need to try to get some kind of a transfer for him. Yeah, literally. I know you're going to throw like I mean, we talked about the Brinks truck for Ramos, but like the Brinks truck for Messi. I mean. You you got you got yeah. to some you got to figure it out somehow somehow to get some kind of you know some kind of money back. Yeah, you know, there was a report that came out that said Messi was on four hundred thousand uh, euros a week. Mm-hmm. And that like, goes back to the Mbappe thing too. If if Mbappe wants a salary like Neymar, there's there's no shot they're gonna afford Messi, right? I mean, yeah, I know. I wouldn't say no shot because PSG are like you know big they got lots money, of money, but like big money ballers, but. What, the, what team are they going to have after that? I mean, that attack will be nasty, yeah. but what, what team are they going to have? That's kind of the reason why I don't feel like a lot of people are going to be interested in Messi is because his, like, his salary is just too damn high. And the age you know? now. He's getting older. You know what I'm saying? Like Man City maybe. Um, you know, but then again, you've already got Bernardo Silva, Mares, you know, playing on that right wing. So Messi's going to play where, essentially? Yeah. And then, so I mean, you're, I just... you're not going to play Foden. You're not going to play... You know, De Bruyne, like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, left wing. Play Messi on the left wing. All right, well, they're not going to play Raheem Sterling then. You're not going to play Foden on the left. You know what I'm saying? You play in center forward, okay, you know, Aguero's not in the picture. Jesus is out of the picture now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's definitely, you know, something interesting. You, you know, he goes to PSG and, you know, he starts probably you probably Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi, right? You know, mm-hmm. that's, you know, MMN, you know, right? Yeah. But, or M&M. That would M&M. Be sick. Yeah. M&M. That would be sick. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. M&M. Um, a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sponsor us and sponsor them too. But um, that'd be a great yeah, commercial. Man, it's, it's possible, but that would be close to a billion euros a week. Yeah. A week. Who can yeah. fucking afford that <laughs> on three players? Never, not to mention Di Maria, Acardi, Verratti, Marquinhos. We're talking, wait, 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 slow down, slow down. We're, ta- we're talking about 300,000, 300,000, 400,000 probably, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, that, that'd be a million, but yeah, still a million a week. Oh, yeah, not a billion. Yeah, you're right. Just yeah, one yeah. million, but still a, mil- a million a week is like not still including a lot of money. The rest of the squad right. is like, I don't know if that's sustainable, even for PSG. Um, it, yeah, I mean, short list stint maybe, but not that long. Yeah. Do you think? Now I'm just proposing some random BS here, but do you think that they would do a swap deal Neymar for Messi? I mean, I could, I could see it. Is yeah. that viable? Is that really what you want to do? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they could also do a swap deal for Mbappe to Messi. Um, but again, you're trading a youth, the up and the next global superstar for one of the current global superstars. You I mean, I could definitely like, see say say offload the top three off of after uh, Neymar, uh, 
Neymar and Mbappe, your top three salaries, I could definitely see them off, trying to offload that for Messi. But uh, yeah, but they would never give up both both of them for Messi. No, 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 no. I'm saying Mbappe and Neymar, they would stay and then say, I don't know what the salaries are. Say like Ferrati, and uh, I, I, you know, I don't know who their top three salaries are after them. But I could see them offloading that to try to player swap like the top three in cash. You know, I mean. It's definitely doable. It's not out of the realm of possibility. But mm-hmm. then again, PS, what's PSG's goal? I mean, it's got to be the winning Champions League, right? Right, because they win the league win damn near every year. Yeah. So, you know, they, they their goal is to win the Champions League. Yeah. Um, and if that's your goal, you know, great, you've got Eminem up top. Cool. What's your defense looking like? What's your midfield look like? If you have to gut your team – in order to afford these front, this front three. I mean, I got to assume, right? You're going to have to get rid of Marquinhos, probably. Maybe a Verratti. And then, I mean, what, a Kaylor Navas, maybe? I mean, you got Ter Stegen. They probably don't uh, want Kaylor Navas, but, I mean. You're going you know to have to put, you're gonna have to put like, you know, Kimpembe, Carrer. You're going to have to get some talent, too. I mean, Kimpembe is really good, but. You know, get Ariola back from Fulham and play him. You know, something like that. Yeah. But, uh. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, they got Juan Bernat too. Um, is it is it you know financially viable? That's another question, you know. Yeah. So um, you know, then you know, we've also got here talking about Mikel Arteta and Arsenal saying that you know, criticizing Willian is not unfair. Um that's kind of interesting to me because this is a case where his coach is not backing his player, you know. He's like, yeah, that's perfectly, you know, valid to criticize the guy who's not been playing well. So I mean, is is it is it logical? Is it is it, um, you know, yeah, it's logical. It makes sense. You criticize someone who's not doing well, so they do better. Sure. I don't know. I think Arteta's in the hearts. On the on, is going to be in the hot seat here. Pretty. Quick. Yeah, agreed. He's not I, already I in. I don't think it's a good look for the locker room when you're publicly saying, yeah, it's okay to criticize this guy because he sucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or he's sucking I mean, current. You're basically creating another mess of Ozil situation. Well, that's a little bit more nuanced because of the whole, you know, um, you know, Uyghur Muslim thing in China that Ozil was talking about. And yeah, that was yeah, bad yeah, yeah. business. But th- this would be a case of like where, you know, Willian has friends like David Luiz, right? Yeah. David Luiz and Willian played together at Chelsea, I think. You know, they play together for Brazil, so they're buddies. You know what I'm saying? So if yeah. Willian gets, you know, frozen out or criticized by the, the, the coach, you, you, you can be damn sure his buddy David Luiz isn't going to be happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And David Luiz is probably the leader of the, that defense right now. Sadly. You know, got, they've got – what's up? I said sadly because that defense is – Sadly, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean – They've got a new Brazilian too, Gabriel, another Brazilian. So the point is there's three Brazilians at Arsenal right now, and you've criticized one of them. You know, from a political standpoint, I'm not sure how good that is. You know, you, you know, it's like, okay, fine. You want to light a fire under Willian to make him, you know, play better, right? Yeah. Fair enough. My question is, why did you sign Willian when you have Pepe? Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, here, here, here's also, I mean, I think, you know, Arteta on the hot seat, I mean, he might just be trying to make some kind of last-ditch effort to go ahead and try to say, hey, um, you know, it's not. It's not me. These players don't want to play. These players play like crap. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying I mean, to send it, not, trying to save his own job. He's not wrong because he's played like you know Emil Smith Rowe, Saka, 
you know, the youngsters are in Martinelli, the youngsters are doing well. Um, and they're playing and they're, they're getting results, but, you know, Willian has been terrible, um, you know, and, and sometimes it's okay, but I think the manager has to be more careful. And yeah, you know, um, I don't, you know, I use the phrase back your boys a lot, but in this instance, I think it really applies for a manager and a coach. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't want to openly, like, you don't want to pull a Mourinho. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Why is it that in Jose Mourinho's third season at a club, everything goes to shit because they start getting found out. Teams figure out how the system works. They counter the system. Mourinho gets frustrated. Players get frustrated. He starts blaming the players. Loses the locker room. And then he gets thought, he gets fired. You know what I'm saying? It's like you've got to really make sure that you have the support of your, of your team. That's my manager. What's up? I said that's my manager. <laughs> Mourinho? Yeah, for now. For now. For now. Uh, we'll see if shit goes down in his third season. Uh, I mean, they're playing. If nothing play. else, we have the Amazon Prime documentary. I mean, yeah, I, I trust me. I watch. That's that's the biggest that. W for Spurs in the last ten years, and that's including the Audi Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, enough bashing of of Spurs. Arsenal are just as bad. Um. But they've won a few FA Cups since. But anyway, we got, we got Spurs playing today in the Europa League. So see how it goes. Really? Who are, who are Spurs playing? Uh, they're playing. Who are they playing? I don't uh, pay attention to Wolf- such trivial competitions. They're playing Wolfsburger. Wolfsburg. Okay. No, no, no. Wolfsburger. Wolfsburger? Yeah. The heck? Really? Yeah. Wolfsburger AC. Huh. They're Austrian team. Ah, uh, okay. In the Europa League round of 32. Well, they're already up 1-0. I know, I saw that. Hyungminson, baby. Bayo with, the, Bayo with the assist. Okay, good. Love it. Love to see like that guy play see, well. Love to see Bale doing well. Dude, um, I dude, I just want Bale to figure it out after he's left Madrid now. Just, mm. Yeah. It's, Bale uh, Bale's my guy when he's playing what when he's playing at Madrid and go oh yeah 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 he's um definitely I'm I hoping he goes better you know um, I like watching Bale I like Bale in the prem um obviously he's Welsh um football's just better when Bale's playing well yeah yeah exactly if you football when Bale's playing well is just much better. Um, I kind of wish he would cut his hair though, because I don't think the man buttons will look compared to me. No, his old he's, he's been wearing it for a while. I mean, I say let's go back to the old haircut, try something new, you know, try something new. We'll do, let's I do tell you, like, I used to have the viewers won't know this, but I used to have you know hair down on my shoulders, you know, and I cut that shit off, pardon my language. Um, and uh, yeah, I felt like a different person pretty much. Um, so I certainly looked like it, but um. You know, I definitely felt like a different person. So maybe Bale's gonna try the same thing. He's gonna cut you know, it short. Maurice you know? Carius to a to a you know, Bale at Spurs. Bale went right when he got to Madrid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we're just gonna return him to that that stage of form. You know, and then the Spurs are gonna go in with the champion, the Europa League. Excuse me. Um, but for real though, <laughs> how unfair is it that Tottenham was playing Wolfsburger AC, bro? Like. Their, their logo league, their logo says whack. That's all you need to know, bro. I, I trust <laughs> me. If they don't get the job done, I mean, obviously they did well enough to make it out of the round of thirty-two. I made it to the round of thirty-two, so yeah. But, 
you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, Tottenham just I don't take care of business. I, I, I can't, I can't see, I can't see this happen. It's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. Tottenham is going to win this game. It's not a, not a big. Don't deal. jinx it, man. I, I would like it if you can knock on some wood right now. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? I got a, I got some fake wood from Ikea right here. So. All right. Some good old Ikea wood. Yeah, exactly, dude. Thursday. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What's today's date? Oh, that's last week. That's next week. Okay, today's date. Thursday. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, we could just go through some, some, some scores right now and some games that, you know, are currently happening. Um, you know, you've got uh, Club Bruja. Drew one to one against Dinamo Kiev in the Europa League today. Um, nothing not there. Roma is beating Braga one zero. Jacko scored that goal. <laughs> Dinamo Zagreb is beating Krasnodar. Uh, Mislav Orsic, FIFA twenty legend, scored that goal there. Orsic, yes. FK Cevena Cevena. We got Deli Ali back in the lineup. Milan hasn't. Scored yet against FK Tsvenetsveda. It's 0 0. Um, Olympiakos and PSV Eindhoven are tied 1 1. Manchester United and Sociedad are drawing. Let's hope Man United loses there. Um, Slavia Prague is drawing against Leicester 0 0. Yeah, let's hope they lose so we can keep Holland. <laughs> Young Boys is beating Leverkusen 1 0. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Yikers. Um, Arsenal Benfica hasn't kicked off yet. Napoli Granada. Lille Ajax. That's going to be a good game, dude. I'm telling you. Lille versus Ajax. Uh-huh. We got our boy Tim Weah out there. Ajax is a good team. Not so good anymore now that they've lost some of their stars. I'm um, interested in the move by Tottenham not playing Hojberg. Not playing who? Hojberg. Oh, Hojberg. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're saving him for the Premier League, you know. I guess. But good old Deli Ali's back. I like it. Salzburg via Real. That's going to be an interesting game at noon today. Uh, You know, I'm rooting for Salzburg. Yeah, it's Jesse Marsh, Brendan Aronson, of course. Did you say they're playing? Real Sociedad? No, sorry. Via Real. Via Real, okay. Um, Sociedad's playing United right now. Yeah. (laughs) United in the Europa League. You love to see it. You love to see it. Yeah. Anyway, um, enough personal biases, you know. So, um, I, I, you know, besides that, I think um, I think we're going to wrap up the show here. Um, unless you have anything else you want to touch on. We got any here. Americans? We got any Americans playing in Europa League today? Um, I mean, let me look at who's playing. Like, like I said, uh, Leo's playing Ajax. We got Should, We can see Tim way up playing. Salzburg, Brendan Aronson. Um, I believe that they have another American out there now too. Um, but uh, I don't exactly remember who that is. But I know they have Brendan Aronson for sure and another American. So, how do you think that that game against uh, the Arsenal Benfica game is going to go down? Arsenal Benfica. Um, I haven't seen lineups or anything. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say mm, I have a feeling it's going to be a one-to-one draw. One-one draw? Yeah. Huh. If that's even possible. I don't know if they have away games or if they're going to. Um, yeah, they're going to they're gonna play it. Okay. Yeah, there's two legs. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the one-to-one draw. 
All they're right. playing in Italy. That's interesting. So this but, is technically Arsenal's home game, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Or is it Portugal's home game? I don't know. I, I, I don't Benfica's know. home game. That's confusing. Um, you know, stuff like that. I don't, we have Roma. Roma's playing Braga. We might see Brian Reynolds play there. Um, but he's not starting, I don't think. Yeah, no, he's not starting. He's just um, – is he on the bench even? That's weird. Roma's playing in, uh, playing in Portugal. I mean, it's weird how they're doing the Arsenal game in – I don't know. I don't Yo, know. What, it, I don't it know. Must what, uh, be, it must be because I don't know uh, Arsenal rules. can't play. In, like the English COVID rules, they probably could have to play somewhere else, I think. Probably. Well, let's look at Slavia Prague, right? They're playing. Well, I mean, Prague is playing Leicester and they're in, in, they're in Czechia. They're in the Czech Republic. So, yeah. Uh, you know, Mayad is playing in, in Italy as well against Sociedad. So, yeah, the thing is, is, yeah, so that's technically a home game for Arsenal. Mm hmm. In the Stadio Olimpico in Rome, um, but yeah, I mean we could see uh, Balogun play for Arsenal, and he's a potential American player for us. So, um, you know, Hoffenheim plays at noon, so we could see Chris Richards. Um, yeah, I hope so. Back. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's not injured, so we should see uh, we should see um, Chris Richards play there. And then besides that, I can't think of, there's um no, I don't think there's any Americans for Leicester. Uh I don't think so either. At least not ones that are actually playing. So so yeah, I think that's pretty much it now. Club Brucha has Ethan Horvath in goal. Am I mistaken? Maybe I'm mistaken. Excuse me. Yeah, no, they do. He just on the bench. He didn't play today. The goalkeeper Horvath was benched for Simo Minule. So. Buffon got fined 5,000 euros. For what? Blasphemous comments. Really? Blasphemous comments? What Let's did he, what he say? say? Um, Juventus goalkeeper Gianluigi Buffon has been fined 5,000 euros, but avoided a suspension after using a blasphemous expression during Juventus 4-0 win at Parma in December. Um, committing the offense when shouting instructions to teammate. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to try to figure out what he said. I don't think they're going to say it. That's the thing. They just said blasphemous comments. I don't know what he said. He Apparently, he was yelling at his teammate. So, oh. I don't know. Blasphemous but, comments. That is a new one I've never heard before. That's, hey. But, but let's be honest, 5,000 euros is probably like... <laughs> A tenth of his salary, bro. A weekly yeah. salary. <laughs> yeah. So he probably doesn't care too much. But um, yeah, dude, I, I think that's uh, that's all we have to cover for today. Um, you know, we're looking forward to some good games of the weekends for the Premier League. And, and um, then we'll catch you guys back next week for some more Champions League predictions and a Premier League recap. So... Um, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna sign off here, and in a moment when yeah, um, Ever Everton Liverpool on Saturday, it's gonna be a good game. Let's go Everton. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Cut. 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 See you later. <laughs>